the sounds of the party rippled through the autumn night. The air carried the touch of winter, but no one cared. They had been dancing jigs and reels all night to the strains of violin, panpipes, and accordion, and their cheers accompanied the rhythmic stamp of the dancers. The scent of peach pies and spiced punch mixed with the smoke from bonfires. The wedding had been a solemn affair. Clara resplendent in a pale blue gown that matched her eyes, and Jasper in a new suit, flowers in his buttonhole, his dark hair a perfect match for Clara's golden curls. As soon as the rings were exchanged and the vows spoken, the party had taken a more exuberant turn. Solomon, having given Clara away, made toasts and danced beautifully with Violet, who, even as awkward as she must feel in a dress, was a graceful enough dancer that the two made a beautiful pair. All of which left Cecilia with a sick feeling in the pit of her stomach, the same feeling that had been twisting there for weeks as she tried desperately to accustom herself to the idea of marriage. Marriage and the baby. Her stomach heaved again, and she trembled as she leaned against the side of the barn, sweat standing out on her forehead. It would get better in time, her mother told her, but Cecilia was not so sure it would. How could she become whole in body when she felt so sick in spirit? She moved through her days like a ghost, hardly speaking, watching her belly grow a little rounder each day, and her eyes become a bit more shadowed. She could only be glad that her sister was being married, and her brother was engaged as well, for the natural curiosity of her siblings had been muted by the excitement in the Dalton household. Clara, sharp-eyed, was nonetheless giddy with her own marriage. Jasper had been bed-bound until his injuries, a few cracked ribs and too many bruises to count, had healed, and Solomon, now that Cecilia was properly engaged, had been entirely absorbed with his own romance. No one had asked too many questions, and Cecilia was glad of it, for she did not think she had the heart to lie. And she must lie. That had been made very clear to her. She straightened up and wiped her mouth with the back of her hand, then grimaced and stumbled to the water-butt, washing her hand and her mouth alike with cold water. The glare of the lanterns made her wince as she rejoined the party. With stars resplendent above, silvery and cold, the party looked warm and golden and beautiful. Candles and bonfires twinkled, and in the centre of it all whirled Clara and Jasper, gold and chestnut, their faces alight with happiness. The music led them to a partner switch, and Clara spun into Solomon's arms, while Violet clutched at Jasper's sleeve worriedly. "'Come, we should dance.' Her fiancé's voice was soft, even warm, but Cecilia felt only a sinking in her stomach. She looked over. Abraham Thompson was a fine-looking young man, or the young ladies of the town thought so. Even Cecilia had thought as much once. She'd be a fool not to, for with his reddish-brown hair and muscular frame, the man cut an elegant figure. A straight nose and a firm jaw rounded out a face with startling dark blue eyes and a full mouth. Cecilia knew that the other women at the party were envying her now, to see her put her hand in Abraham's and follow him to the dance floor but I don't love him. She banished the traitorous thought with the tiniest shake of her head, nipping her lip with her teeth to remind herself to smile. Tonight was a happy night for her family, and they must all look merry. Why, you must think this is a waltz, Abraham said, a twinkle in his eye. You'll be falling behind in a moment. I apologize, 
Cecilia willed her feet to move faster, but she could hardly think for the roar of the music. Her stomach was still churning, and the smells of roast pig and fresh pie, ale and punch were almost too much to bear. She felt light-headed and held tight to Abraham's hand to stay upright. "'You're very pale,' he observed, whirling her around so that she swayed against him. She felt his hand splay on the small of her back, drawing her closer. "'I've been ill,' Cecilia said, with as much grace as she could muster. "'You know that.' "'That's your own fault,' he said tightly. She looked up and saw that although his smile was still in place, all traces of warmth in his blue eyes had vanished, because now she had been defiant. She did not care if Abraham objected to her being with child. He had been happy enough about the circumstances that led them here. He had what he wanted now, her as his bride-to-be, the woman he would marry one week from tomorrow. If he did not care that the thought made her almost sick with nerves, then she resolved not to care that he thought ill of her for her condition.' 